I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Daniel Inouye was born in 1924 to Japanese immigrants in Hawaii, way before Hawaii was a state. He died yesterday at the age of 88, the highest-ranking Asian-American in the U.S. Senate. Today we remember Senator Inouye's remarkable life story, a story that parallels the history of his state. Dan Boylan is a longtime political reporter and commentator in Hawaii. So he went on to serve in World War II, a highly decorated veteran. And I knew that the senator had lost his arm in combat during World War II, but I was reading the story this morning of how that happened. It was like a scene out of Saving Private Ryan. He was unflappable. Can you tell us that story? Japanese-American soldiers of the 442nd and the 100th Battalion were uh, sent into Italy. Inoue's outfit was in the Po Valley, and they were heading up a hill, and there was uh, Germans at the top. 442 guys were trying to prove something, namely that they were good Americans. A lot of people questioned that going into the war. Japanese on the West Coast were interned. Uh, Some people from Hawaii were also interned. But, you know, they had to prove their Americanism, and they were brothers, and they were going to go up that hill. And Owe got halfway up, and a uh, grenade took his arm off, uh, and he just grabbed a grenade, kept on going, and, and took out the Germans at the top of the hill. And the 442 came out of the war, the most decorated unit of its size in the United States Army, the most decorated. They had no quit in them. Uh, they saved the Texas Battalion when they were surrounded and, and brought them out. They just would not quit. And it all had to do with that desire for equality, that desire to prove who they were, that they were, uh, they had attended American public schools where, as Inouye pointed out, a teacher from the mainland, a Mrs. King, made him memorize the first words of the Declaration of Independence, that all men are created equal. And Inouye internalized that for the rest of his life and became a great champion of Indians, of Hawaiians, uh, always a great friend of Israel any group that was discriminated against. Uh, of course, Americans during World War II had a completely different view of the Japanese and of Japanese-Americans. How was Inouye treated when he returned home, and how did that affect him? Well, uh, not well. Wearing a captain's uniform, he walked into a barber shop in San Francisco, and they would not cut his hair on his way home. They would not cut his hair. I don't think mainland Americans can quite understand what that was like for these guys. When he returned home from World War II, Hawaii was still a territory. It wasn't yet a state. Tell us about Inouye's role in getting Hawaii accepted into statehood. Well, becoming a state meant first-class citizenship. So that became symbolic of what equality was. Uh, and, of course, the, many argued against it on the mainland, saying, well, these guys are, you know, they can't be Americans. They're Asians. They can't adopt to American ways. And <laughs> Inouye famously said, look, he raised his prosthetic arm, and he said, I, I gave up this arm to fight fascism, and I'll, I'll give up my life to fight communism, too. You sound emotional talking about Daniel Inouye. He meant a lot to you, didn't he? I think he meant a lot to anybody who knows Hawaii's story in this last half of the 20th century. Hawaii really is the cusp of modern America, though so nobody's paid much attention until a fellow who was born here uh, was elected president. We transcended ethnicity in a big way. And Dan Inouye was almost symbolic of the generation which made that possible. Yeah, I'm emotional about him, but a lot of people are. This is not just a Hawaii hero and a great Hawaii politician. He's a great world politician if you think about the idea that 
people of different ethnicities must live together in equality. Uh, if that's an American message, it's a message that men like Dan Inouye went a long way to spread. Longtime political reporter and commentator in Hawaii, Dan Boylan, thank you very much for your thoughts. Thank you. Take care.